impact today. We're so happy that you decided to join us today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. I want to invite you to visit our website at globalimpactministries.com. There you can access all the previous episodes that we've ever made of this TV show, which is all about faith and healing and receiving whatever you need from God. Now we have been taking many episodes to um, really dive in and learn about all the miracle testimonies that you read about in the Gospels, which mm -hmm. are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament, mm -hmm. in the Bible. We have been focusing on the miracles of Jesus and really picking them apart mm -hmm. so that we can see what did Jesus do? Mm -hmm. What did the person receiving the healing do? What did the person's friends do? Right? Because we know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So whatever he did then, he's going to do now. Right? That's right. And we know that God is no respecter of persons. What does that mean? Everyone is the same in his eyes. We are all on the same playing field, so to speak. Nobody has um, an advantage over another. God doesn't pick favorites. Right? So if we can do the same thing that these people in the Bible did to receive their miracle, we will get the very same results. And so what do we see? We see person after person after person receiving their healing, being made whole. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. And then he said, your faith has made you whole. So if their faith could make them whole, then we know our faith can make us whole, right? But the last couple miracles that we have focused on haven't really been on healing, mm -hmm. um, but the principles are still there. You can take the principles in these stories, which we talked about when Jesus used uh, Peter's boat mm -hmm. and he caught a great catch of fish. That was one of the more recent ones we talked about. But now we're talking about when Jesus walked on the water and Peter walked on the water. Amen. Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on the water when Jesus said, come. Mm -hmm. And that's where we left off yeah. last week. We're going to read the story again. Okay. In Matthew chapter 14, we'll start with verse 22. It says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. And while he sent the multitudes away, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain to him by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, that would be about three o'clock in the morning, mm. Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. 
But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Mm. And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Oh, what a story this is. Again, like we said last week, this is a real miracle. But you have to personalize it. You might not need to ever walk on the water, but you can take this story and allow the Spirit of God to talk to you. And to, uh, you can glean from this story and observe the principles of faith that we see. So that when you put those principles of faith in, into action in your life, you can see miracles. You might not ever need to walk on water, but you might need healing. You might need a a miracle of provision. Mm -hmm. You might need protection. Whatever it is, God is there for you. He He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. He's on your side. He believes in you. He loves you. He needs you to cooperate with Him and His plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And so what we talked about last week is the first thing that's of much significance is Peter, he says to Jesus, Lord, if that's you, command me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. That was a command. Yeah. The word of Jesus or the word of God reveals to us what the will of God is. If it wasn't the will of God, For Peter to get out of the boat and walk on the water, Jesus would have never said, come. But he said, come. And so Peter, he came. He went to Jesus. Now, Hebrews 11.3, we pointed out, says this. This is very powerful. It says, by faith we understand that the universe was created by God's command. Now notice, Peter said, if it's you, Lord, command me to come. Well, in Hebrews, it says that God commanded the universe into existence. Wow, what a powerful word. And so the same word that spoke this universe into existence is the same word that said to Peter, come. You always like to talk about all these facts about the universe Mm -hmm. and the stars and everything. And one thing that I really like is um, how the scientists say that the universe is continually expanding. Mm -hmm. And so you go back to that moment in the garden Mm -hmm. when, or actually before the garden, Mm -hmm. when everything was just a dark abyss. Yeah. And God said, let there be light. And the Bible says, and there was light, Amen. right? But right now, every, every minute, every second, that light is still expanding off of the power of the Word of God spoken in that moment, Hallelujah. however many years ago, Amen. you know, 
um, people have different ideas about yeah. when that happened. Mm -hmm. But however many years ago, let there be light and the light is still being. Glory to God. Right? And so the same word that spoke the universe into existence mm -hmm. was the same word that Peter heard. He said, Jesus said, come. Because it's the word of God. Yes. And so, in a sense, Peter didn't walk on water. The Bible says he did. I'm just saying, think about it. The reason why he was able to walk on the water is because actually he walked on the word of the Lord. It yeah. was Jesus' word, come, that sustained Peter as he's walking on the water. It's very, very powerful. That is powerful. Now, now think about it. What did Jesus say? come that means peter has to go from this location to this location mm -hmm. jesus didn't say walk on water mm -hmm. but that's what he did mm -hmm. in order to obey god mm. that's amazing to me yeah it's like uh mel tori mm -hmm. god said go mm -hmm. go to that village mm -hmm. right were they in indonesia yeah and the in between them and the village mm -hmm was a rushing river. Mm -hmm. There was no way to get across it, but God said, go. Mm -hmm. And so what'd they do? They crossed the river. They walked across the river on top of the waves. Yes. Now don't ever try that unless you have a word from God. That's the key. You have to have a word from God. But it's so interesting to me that the mm -hmm. word was come. Mm -hmm. The word was go. There wasn't even a mention of walking on water. Mm -hmm. But that was the miracle. Praise God. That means whatever God tells you to do, He will do the miracles to get you there. If yes. you'll just go in that direction. That's right. That's don't, what that means. Yeah, you don't have to focus on all the details per yes. se. Don't, yeah, you focus on what God told you to do. Oh, that's so good. Or what he has said about your situation. Amen. By Jesus stripes, you, you are healed. That means you don't have to focus on every symptom and step along the way. Amen. You focus on what he said. Hallelujah. Oh, so good. Amen. Amen. The will of God is the word of God. Yeah. That's how we know that it was the will of God for Peter to walk on the water here because Jesus gave the command. Mm -hmm. God's not going to tell you to do something that's not his will. God's not going to give you a promise in the Bible that's not his will. Mm. For example, Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Don't forget all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all all your diseases. It's right there. That's the will of God. What God has spoken in His Word reveals the will of God for you and for your life. Mm -hmm. So Peter has this word from Jesus, come. Now he has to do something now. <laughs> you know, he can't just sit in the boat and wait for something to pick him up and launch him to Jesus. Right. He had to act on the word of the Lord. And if you're going to walk by faith, if you're going to receive miracles, if there are going to be miracles of provision in your life or miracles of healing or whatever you need, you have to work, or excuse me, you have to act mm -hmm. on the word of the Lord. 
you have to put corresponding works or corresponding actions to what you believe. Because faith without works is, is dead. dead or inoperative. That's right. Inactive. Amen. So what happens? Peter, he acts on the word of Jesus. He, he climbs over the edge of the boat. He comes down and the Bible says it's right here. <laughs> it doesn't say Peter tried to walk on the water and miserably failed. Mm -mm. No, it says uh, in verse 29, so he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. That means his first step was on the water. Yeah. His second step was on the water. And he took steps toward Jesus on the water. He was walking on the water. And that's a miracle. Yes. I mean, if you don't believe me, go to a swimming pool where the, the water, I mean, if you don't know how to swim, don't do it. Go, go to a swimming pool <laughs> where the water is shallow and step off the edge and see how long you stay on top of the water. Right. No, he walked. He took steps. He was going to Jesus. Now, we don't know how long or what the distance of his walk was, but the Bible's clear here. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. How did he do it? Jesus gave the word and he acted on the word. Oh, if we could just get over to you the power of the word of God, the authority of the word of God. Mm. Mm, I'm telling you. It's so powerful. So, notice this. In order to walk on the water, Peter had to leave any kind of fear behind. Mm -hmm. He had to get out of the boat. And now this fact became more real to me in recent years. He had, Peter had, to relinquish all control to get out of that boat. Because all common sense mm -hmm. will tell you, stay in the boat. Yeah. And you, you, you have zero control over whether you can sink, float, or whatever when you're on top of water. He had to depend solely on the word of his master. Because all natural laws yeah. are going to work against him. Yes. Wow. No control. No plan B. His only plan B was Jesus will be there if I fail. Mm -hmm. If we, I, we don't even know. I would venture to say. It happened too fast. I don't know. Yeah, he probably didn't even have a plan B. It just, so, yeah, it happened, you know. He's mesmerized. I mean, think about it. They'd never seen anyone walk on the water before. This is the first time. In fact, they've. It was so wild and so new and crazy, if you will, that that this is a ghost. This is in the middle of the night. Yeah, but they had seen him uh, multiply yeah. the loaves and the fish. Yeah. And they had been there when they had the boat sinking catch. Yes. So he knew that they knew that Jesus was a miracle man. Yes. But at first they didn't know it was him. It was him, right. So Jesus, don't be afraid. Be of good courage. It's me. Peter says, if Lord, if that's really you, <laughs> command me to come. Come. And Peter, he begins to walk on that water, leaving, relinquishing all control, leaving his fear behind. 
He's walking on the water. But then notice what happens in verse 30. The Bible says, but, but, you got to watch out for those. For the buts? Yeah. He, he's walking, but when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. It's interesting how symptoms and what your five physical senses can say to you can so mislead you. Why do I say that? Because even if it was a calm day and the sun was out and shining, it's impossible to walk. You can't on walk on water unless right. you have a word from God. Mm-hmm. But this strong wind and these waves, and I, I always wonder, I, I think about this now. Did Peter walk through the waves or was he rising with the waves? Mm. Was Jesus rising with the waves? If you've ever been to the ocean, you know what I'm talking about. The waves come and the water goes up and down, well, up yeah, and down. That, that they would have to be rising and lowering mm-hmm. with the waves because it says he walked on the water. There you go. And the water's going up and down. Yeah. So like you would have lost me right there. I would have got seasick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, put me back in the boat. Well, anyway, <laughs> so there, he's going up yeah. and down. But the Bible says when he saw, you have to be careful that you're not moved by what you see, taste, smell, touch, hear. Because faith and the five physical senses are complete opposites. Mm. God gave you your five physical senses, but they are to be your servants, Mm -hmm. not your Lord. And so when your five physical senses contradict what God has said or told you to do, you have to make sure you keep your focus on what he has said or what he has told you to do instead of the five physical senses. Like if you are trusting God for healing in Mm -hmm. your body, you don't look to the doctor's report. Mm -hmm. That's like looking at the wind and the waves. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or even say, oh, pray for me for a good report. Mm-hmm. I'm believing for a good report. Because that would be like Peter getting out of the boat and wanting the wind and waves to stop yeah. so that he could walk on the water. But like you said, the wind and the waves has nothing to do with walking on water. That's right. And really the symptoms in our body have nothing to do with what God has said. Amen. You have to focus on the promise. That's right. What has God said? Yes. Now listen to this verse of scripture. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18 says this. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm. And so if we're going to walk by faith, we have to focus on the eternal, invisible word of God, not what the five physical senses are telling us. The five physical senses were telling Peter, you can't walk on the water. It's too difficult. Well, the fact of the matter is he couldn't walk on the water 
regardless without right. without the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But the word of the Lord said, come, that's sufficient. That's all you need. When God speaks, that's all you need. You need to focus on what God has said. Mm. Praise God. So number one, you have to hear from heaven. Number two, you have to act on the word of the Lord. Mm. And while you're acting on the word of the Lord, you have to place your focus on His word, not the circumstances of life that would contradict His word. Right. Your body might be full of pain, but the word says you're healed. So what are you going to do? Focus on the pain or focus on what He has said? Listen, if you continue to focus on the pain, that pain will continue and get worse. But if you focus on what He has said and you believe it and you speak it with your mouth and you act like it's true, the circumstance will change. Mm -hmm. If you focus on the circumstances, the, the circumstances will remain the same. If you focus on the word of the Lord instead of the circumstances, the circumstances will change to line up with the word of the Lord. That's how it works, my friend. Hallelujah. And the most important word from God you need to hear is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And what does that gospel state? The Bible says in Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5, it says, when Jesus was on the cross, it says this, Surely He has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. We esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment needed to bring us peace was placed on Him, and by His stripes we are healed. At Calvary, where Jesus was crucified, He became our sin so that we could have His righteousness. He suffered our diseases so that we could be healed. Jesus paid our debt. He was judged for our crime. He absorbed our curse. He died for our sins. He suffered our diseases. And by His stripes we are healed. He died with all of that. He was buried with it. And when He was buried, His body went into the tomb. His soul went to hell. And He put away all of our sins. He put away our diseases. He put away our curse. And then God the Father raised Him up from the dead. So that you could be declared righteous. So that you could experience miracle life. This is the gospel. This is what you are to believe. And the Bible says, if you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Yes. I want to encourage you right now to do that very thing. Mm -hmm. Call on the name of the Lord and experience salvation experience healing whatever it is if you need to be saved right now if you need a healing in your body we're going to pray one prayer and god's going to work in your life Thank you, Lord. say this after me 
Dear God in heaven, Dear God in heaven I, come to you I come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I, believe I believe that Jesus is your son, that, Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, that he died on the cross for, my sin, for my sin, that he suffered my diseases, that he, suffered my diseases, that he was buried with them, that he was buried with but them, you raised them up from the dead, raised them up from the and, dead. As my representative, and as my representative, he rose righteous, he rose righteous healthy and strong, strong, forgiven, forgiven. and I call on the name of Jesus, I declare declare, Jesus Jesus is my Lord, Lord. I accept Jesus Jesus as my Savior Savior and my Healer, healer. dear Jesus, Jesus, save me now, now. heal me now, now. I believe, I I receive receive my miracle now, now. in Jesus name, name. Amen. amen. Right now, Jesus is saving you. He's healing your body. He's working miracles in your life. I want to encourage you to lift up your hands and give Him thanks for it. Believe it. Mm -hmm. Say, I am saved. I am am healed. healed. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you right now to to call the number on your screen and tell someone what God has done in your life. Maybe you just accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Or maybe you've been healed in your body. Whatever it is, call the number on your screen. If you have a prayer request, you can also call that number. Someone will be there to take your call and pray with you. God bless you. We love you.